Welcome everybody, this is the EBS Podcast I'm your host, A. Mike Boogie I'm here with Obi-Wan What up? I got great? It's good And Young Buck? What's up? Happy holidays, guys This will be our last episode before the new year So, yeah, let's make it a good one, guys This will be Yo, if you're gonna sing a song, at least know the words. I don't like to sing the actual words. I like to do that bullshit type thing. Mike, you sing like you don't know the words either. (laughs) I wouldn't sing that song. I would sing this Christmas. That was a a reference to my favorite movie. I appreciate that. So, what's going on, guys? How was your week? It was cool. It was cool. My week was productive. Well, that's good. Thank you, Young Buck, for answering. I woke up on Sunday with my killer instinct back. I attacked the weekend. I accomplished a lot of shit. Well, that's always a good thing. Triple entendre. Word. (laughs) Don't ask me how. Word. But no, that's awesome. It's good to attack the week, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always good when you feel like you had a great week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My my week was long. A lot of traveling. I mean, every day is a good day. Local traveling. Above ground. That's true. I mean, that's one way of looking at it, right? At least for some. Ike the Great? Oh, it was cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like he drinking a 40. Nah, I was just chilling. Like, I mean, work is work, man. People get on my nerves, but it is what it is. Are you um, happy that the the year is ending? Um, I am looking very much forward to taking some time off. Okay, yeah. For yeah, the, yeah. Uh, not next week, but the week after that, and then the first week of, like, I always do two weeks at the end of the year anyway. Okay. It's like, you know. Just some recharge. Pl- yeah, well, some places shut down, but I'll be down in Savannah with my uh, with the in laws for Christmas. So. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. What about you guys? Are you guys taking off the hell yeah, man? Well, well Obi Wan, you're going on your honeymoon. Yeah, right? man. Right? That's, oh, that's finally, coming. it's know, coming right? up. I'm be All cruising. Right. Didn't you get married like last year and shit? <laughs> oh, something <laughs> like that. You know, you know how, it is. You know how to get the funds, but uh, yeah, next week, man. Next week, Wednesday, I'm out. When you, when you come back, see me to the. I come back just in time for New Year's. Okay, okay. Young Buck, you, you taking off some time off? Nah. You gonna be working? Yeah, I'm trying okay. to get, get after this money, man. Did y'all know you could get food stamps in college? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got some. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. Yo, y'all knew I was poor as fuck in college, <laughs> right? And y'all ain't tell me this shit? I didn't well, know you well, back then. Well, so it depends. I will say, it didn't register until like later on for me, because my wife told me about it, because you know, they tried to get it, and they they couldn't get it for whatever reason but yeah Bruh. that's why i was saying it depends yeah i knew yeah. a lot of people on food stamps in college man that would have been great <laughs> well you, you didn't think your, your plan of buying 10 tacos to last a week was gonna <laughs> i mean you know we tried but we were already hungry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't work because we were hungry like yeah. dang yeah. i ain't have to sell dvds to eat oh, <laughs> but I, I feel like that's part of your growth though you know what i, I mean the hustle i mean it is but you know some food stamps would be nice shit <laughs> let me tell you something my uh, my roommate, my senior in college, used to get $300 to his EBT card every two weeks. Oh, for we real? We lived right next to a 24-hour super uh, giant. Oh. <laughs> that bitch hit at 11.59 he by 12 o'clock. <laughs> we had a giant. He oh. didn't sell any of it? Getting nah. steaks and shit? Hell no. You damn right. He was getting steaks, yeah. lobster. And that's yeah. why Donald Trump wants to change all that shit. <laughs> no, but there's nothing Whoa. wrong with that, though. You're Whoa. not working. Yeah, yeah. Like no, you don't have an income. No. Don't, don't blame it on the black people, doing it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, in general, I think... The concept of, of abusing the system is, is 
the issue. How is that abusing the system? That's not abusing so the it's system. not abuse because let's be real, right? If you allotted me however much and I don't need it, there's somebody else out there that needs it. Maybe I don't need it for that month. Right, but there's some people well, that would I should purposely be able to give it to somebody else. Somebody else. So I can't buy steaks because it's looked at as a no. high quality right. item and well, because it's food. it's free. Does your roommate actually need it? Yeah, we both needed it, but I couldn't get it. Our situations were different. I mean, they weren't. So I guess the, the way we were paying for school was different. So because right. of that, I couldn't qualify, but he could. But in reality, our living situation was the same. I needed it. Oh, you would have to be on financial aid for that shit to work? Well, that or you have to, um, you, you, your parents, parents can't, can't make, make money. a certain amount of money. Oh, yeah. fuck. So because of that, could, again, because of that, I, couldn't, yeah. I was denied three times. That was on sale, man. You tried three times? You damn right. <laughs> $300 every two weeks knowing, for food? Knowing where you come from, you tried three times. Did, yeah. your, did your parents lose their job in the process? No. And you thought you were going to keep trying to see what would happen? No. <laughs> you thought you were going to buck the system, right? I, yeah, I was hoping I would just slip through the cracks or some shit, man. That's nuts. No, I mean, maybe, you know, that, that's a thought, right? Like, they should just give food stamps to, to college students, you know what I mean? Especially uh, kids within a certain, like, automatically. Yeah, because that yeah. doesn't add up. Because if they already have a meal plan, why do they get food stamps, too? Exactly. Well, you you yeah. have to pay for a meal plan. Some people just get the no, but if they're on, if they're on financial aid and they have a meal plan with the financial aid, why are they getting food stamps as well? Well, because just like any athletes. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, no. but to me, they're two separate things. Right. Like, how are they two separate things? Yo, a meal plan I'm saying they don't they don't go hand in hand because just because you got financial aid don't mean I mean just because you got a meal plan through financial aid doesn't mean that you got enough to eat. Right. I'm about to say meal plans are bullshit. I don't know yeah. about y'all, but, when but is the meal plans at my alma mater, bullshit. When's the last time? When can you stop eating? At five, right? At, well, at five, well, it's done, right? Yeah. Well, so, certain places, yeah. But by nine o'clock, there was literally no place that you could buy food from using your meal plan. Right. So what so do you right. do if it's ten o'clock? <laughs> you're hungry. And you're hungry. And shit, and nine, you know what I'm saying? You well, a student? Well, so that's what I'm saying. I was fucking hungry without a meal plan and fucking food stamps. Uh, why did you have a meal plan? Talking about? Because I could not afford financial aid. I'm, I, well, my parents made too much for, for financial aid. So you you didn't want to take out a loan? Yeah. Well, why? Because that's what people do. But that's why people have to why, why those other people ain't take out a loan? I don't know. Oh, see, man. Maybe. See, and this is everybody's situation is different. It's, it's, shit, it's so shit like this. That's your fault. So you gotta you gotta choose your poison, right? That's it's, your fault. No, no, no. It's shit like this that makes me want to be a Republican. That's all. Why? Explain. <laughs> No, oh, no, no, explain. All these poor people oh taking advantage of our tax dollars. Whoa. I'm not being serious, but I was poor and I couldn't take advantage of the tax dollars. That's the fault. No, no, that was by choice. That was not by choice. Nah. In a sense, because he said you could have got a student loan and you chose not to. But that's not the same thing. Really? I have to pay that back. I'm talking about the people that didn't have a student loan, that didn't have to get a student loan, and they were getting food stamps and they were getting free education. They still qualify. But once, once again, food stamps is separate from financial aid. I mean, I understand that. They don't have an income is the reason why they get food stamps in addition to a whole bunch of other things that allow them to get financial aid and right. food stamps. If they're getting food stamps when they're in, in high school, tell me how that shit has changed going into college. I'm just saying, how do you get a loan <laughs> and somebody else is just getting free? Like, I, don't I mean, maybe they bucked the system because <laughs> well, now that I think about it, you could have you filed independent in taxes and then applied that way. I don't know. There ain't no point crying over spilled milk. Right. No, but I mean, I feel like this speaks to a larger issue at the fact that the way the way the financial, I guess, systems are structured, 
it, it's not efficient. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's telling that the government is telling him that his parents make enough money for him, technically speaking, to be able to support himself, for them to support him, and he's sitting here saying that that's, that's not, not the, the case, case. <laughs> and that's an issue. And and now it makes me wonder how many other millions of Americans are in that same predicament because I myself was in a similar situation, and if it wasn't for having a roommate who was able to get food stamps, I probably would have had to struggle as, as well. Like my senior year, I didn't live on campus. I had an off-campus apartment. And so, you know, like I didn't get a meal plan. So if it wasn't for the food stamps or uh, we would struggled, like, yeah, you get a job. But th- those things like you have bills to pay. So right. it, it's it's very telling and, and unfortunate, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's interesting and it's always going to be a situation that uh, some people going to feel like it works for them and some people will feel like it doesn't work for them. But yeah, you know, so um, I, I think what we want to start with here today is. You know how we've been, you know, to close close the year. You know, we've been doing the podcast now for about what two, two, three years now. Two and a half. Two and a half years, and yep. um, you know, let's just talk about how you know we've grown by just you know being in the podcast. Whether it's helped you out in your career, in your personal life, or whatever the case may be. Kick it off, Jack. <laughs> oh yeah, one one of y'all should kick it off because uh, it was a comment that uh, was that I I had made, and um. So yeah, go ahead. You speak. No, nah, so it, it was just more so that how you know speaking to how being on the podcast has been influential or you know helpful in my life, be it uh, personal or uh, professional, in the sense that you know I work for I work in IT and I work for like a international consulting firm, and a lot of the stuff that you have to do is you know quick thinking on your feet type situations, which I was always good at, but it's. It's also, you know, running meetings, uh, giving presentations and things of that nature. And, you know, having to come here and, you know, it might seem very easy. And it is probably easy for a lot of people who just have that skill set to just be able to, like, just think off the top of their head and start talking. But I don't think that was ever me. And, you know, being on a podcast helped me cultivate that uh, that skill to be able to just think on my feet, speak articulately, and then, you know, just expand on topics that needed to be a little bit more robust than it was so for me i would say that's where that's where um where uh the podcast has helped me in presentation skills perspective okay anybody else want to go i mean uh i don't i can't say that uh i've had the same experience in that regard um it's helped me to lose my job <laughs> well, there you go. That's one way of looking at it, right? That 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 that. <laughs> well, well, but hey, that, no, that was actually positive. There's a, there's well, a yeah, there's silver lining like shit. Said, there's a blessing in everything. But not yeah. only that, which you well, what I realized from that is, you know, there's there's power in words, and we have mm-hmm. to be responsible in the platform that we have, no matter how large or small the platform is, because. You, you, you potentially you could lose your job absolutely yeah. yeah so you know i think for us and a lot of our um day one listeners would definitely can attest to this that we've we definitely had to change our approach once that happened you know and um it just it, for me it put things in perspective um for me you know you guys know i'm a extrovert introvert <laughs> and so um <laughs> It's a thing. My therapist told me it's a thing. Yo, so. this guy's still trying this. So, uh, for me, uh, you know, public speaking has always been difficult for me, even when I was in college and so on and so on. And as my career has progressed, I've I've had to do more of that. And I think just being 
on the podcast, it's helped me be more comfortable with having to talk, um, with having to host meetings um, and go back and forth and things like that. So <clears throat> I definitely feel like being on a podcast has, has helped me in that way, as well as just, you know, coming together with a group of guys and, and trying to create something, you know, pulling out my creative side is definitely something that I've, I've I guess, gained through doing a podcast. So, yeah, I think it's been pretty cool over the last two years. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's a whole bunch of other shit, too. <laughs> like learning how to mix shit and yeah, engineer yeah. shit and clip audio and add audio. Yeah, and yeah. I I was definitely able to, like, expand on my uh, photo Photoshop skills as well because I put it to the back burner for a while. But I had to bring it back. So, yeah, shit. I, I had a question just kind of like, well, actually, Young Buck. Well, you got anything to say? Well, I was just going to say... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not much. You got to be around for that to happen. Exactly. <laughs> and that was going to be my point. That was going to be my point. For me, I think the biggest takeaway is just learning to be consistent to something, right? Right. Um, so for me, an obligation like the like this podcast is similar to like the gym, where it's, it's something that you want to do, something that you know you need to do, and it's just having the consistency to do it. I think over time, it's fluctuated for me. I've definitely gotten better towards the end right, you know? right so it's just putting out the effort and, and staying consistent so yeah you know so i mean definitely you know we've all we've all grown over the last uh two and a half years um you know and part of it has to do with just being on the podcast so that's pretty cool I, i'll ask you guys this though um to kind of stay along that um how you guys feel about all these uh, other podcasts that are just popping up do you feel like uh it watered down the 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 opportunities that's there for podcasters, do you feel like um, we're becoming oversaturated? You know, I don't think we're there yet. I think every podcast is still unique in um, the topics, what they're talking about, um, who um, who's talking, and how they're expressing themselves. I think every podcast is unique, and I think because society is changing with. Um, what we would call like cancel culture or call out culture and things like that. I think it gives the opportunity for a podcast to continue to evolve and grow um, and be more inclusive, right? So a podcast where it was maybe started off as all men is evolving now to be more inclusive of women um, or a podcast that maybe that was just talking about um, cisgender relationships, et cetera, et cetera, is now being more inclusive of transgender. Um so I don't think it's oversaturated yet. I think everybody, everybody, all the podcasts that I've heard have still been unique, and 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 that and really that's just what it is: finding your own uh, your own lane within uh, the podcast lane or the podcast highway, I should right, say. Right. Yeah. Um. I was I was watching MSNBC the other day, and some of y'all might be familiar. There's a guy that always gives Jay-Z quotes or whatever. Ari Melber. Yeah. He, I was watching his show and he had t uh, two people on there and they said something that I thought was very interesting. He, they said, one of the guys said he doesn't like podcasts, he doesn't like um, social media and the reason why he said that is because he feels like these platforms have given people the opportunity to think that their opinion is uh, important. <laughs> and it just had me thinking like, man, you know, we have a podcast here and we give our opinion on things and you know the, the sense is to to get to a point where people feel like your opinion is important enough to pay you for it so I, I just thought that was interesting because yeah we have platforms here several different platforms to express exactly that our opinion 
But then on the other side, isn't that what people in the news do? Isn't that what, what sportscasters do? I was going to say, your opinion is important to somebody. Right. Uh, you know? Like, I don't have a problem with it as long as people are not spewing hate yeah. rhetoric or, you know, just... Yeah, it's just hate or just like malicious bullshit. Like if it's if it's comedy, and you know, even though sometimes you know people are telling jokes, and it's all in fun, but it could you know impact somebody in a way that you don't uh, think that it could happen. But again, it's like the intent behind that, right? It's not malicious, right. like so. Right. right. I, don't, I don't have a problem. I do know that some of those audios suck, though. Um, <laughs> let me get on my park shit. Yeah, I mean, right. like, because y'all used to give me a lot of crap in the beginning about the way our audio sounded, and mm-hmm. there's some people that just sit in front of a laptop and talk into it, and that's it, or sit in front of a phone and talk into it, and that's it. Yeah, and you know, Wait, people people tune in or listen just because they probably already had a following, anyways. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, we we definitely put in a lot of effort to to, to, to work bro. on the quality of. of audio so yeah i don't think we can uh blame podcasts for people thinking that their opinion um that their opinion matters i think that um it's social media but um i also think it's uh, a little bit of um uh people themselves in general needing to be validated right so their own insecurities in which they feel like they need to put it out there so other people can validate it yeah, I mean, and, and those things work. If we if we have to be honest with ourselves, like, you know, you go out there and, and you have a platform and you start, you know, putting hate out there or or really trying to force your opinion on the people, you know, some people are going to eat that shit up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But, you know, I guess we can move on. Moving on. Can I get some energy from y'all? It's last podcast of the get year. Get some episode. energy from yourself, sir. Okay, okay. <laughs> I guess we can move on. Moving on. No, um, <clears throat> let's talk about women's sports, or women in sports, actually. Uh, commentators, analysts, journalists, um, Ike the Great, I think you... Yeah, man, so I think over the last, what, decade and a half, thereabout, we've seen a lot more women in sports uh, in the sports broadcast world, right? Be it as journalists, right, right. or be it as analysts, or you know, just be it as um, uh, on-air personalities, and... Um, what I've personally noticed is that there's an increasing amount of, you know, beautiful black women on the television as well. It's yeah. beyond just Pam Oliver now. It's like... Shout out, Carrie Champion. Taylor Rooks. Wow. So it's just, uh, it's you know, you know, in noticing that um, with every good thing that happens, there got to be some fuck shit that's happening or presumably some fuck shit, right? So... Uh, it's been a lot of men complaining about the fact that women are in sports and women are ruining sports for them. What and does I, that even mean? Yeah, and I, that's what I want to know from each one of you is that, you know, and I'll start with Young Buck as he's yawning over there and doing the homework. <laughs> uh, women in sports, does that bother you? Like being sportscasters, broadcasters, journalists, analysts, talking, talking about, about football, game? talking yeah. about basketball, does that bother you? No, actually, I... Um... I kind of so I don't really watch football as much as I watch basketball, but I do enjoy listening to the um the female the women's perspectives uh-huh. during like the commentators during the games and just hearing like what they have to say, especially more so in in basketball than football because a lot of times they they have experience they played in the W they played in the WNBA or like at the higher level mm-hmm. so they understand the more 
minor nuances of the game that uh -huh. regular fans wouldn't understand and they can explain it articulate it and portray it in a way that you know it makes sense to me yeah and so, from basketball perspective that's fine right and that's exactly, cool right exactly and even, maybe not the same for football yeah it's a little different but i still i still don't mind because okay. it's like well you know at the end of the day they're watching they're watching the sport they're following the data looking at the trends so uh -huh. it's not hard if you're well, researching and you're a professional at what you do to grasp the knowledge and then feed it back to people who aren't as well versed as you. So yeah. from that standpoint, no, it doesn't bother. And, me. and men I, do it too. Let's let's be clear. I'm about to say, uh, yeah, we, there we, are we, men. We're gonna get there. I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> Obi Wan, does it bother you? Um, no, it doesn't bother me. I mean, for one, I like uh, I like women that like sports and that know sports Absolutely. and enjoy sports. Yeah, right. So for me, it doesn't really bother me. Um, I was gonna say that I think there is a difference between the women that we see in sports football versus the women that we see in sports basketball. basketball. Um, the women that we see in sports are, when it comes to football, they're not, they're, they're, I would say they're more lower level, right? They're the ones on the sideline that have to talk to the coach, right? Right. right. Doing the, doing those, those interviews after the game with the coach. They don't, they're not really giving much of their input. They're getting information and then putting that information back out there well, versus, um, you know, I think women in, in other sports that. Um, like other sports like basketball mm -hmm. where they're more doing some analysis, you know what I mean? Right. Than just, hey, tell me how this game went, you know what I mean? And then regurgitating that. That's yeah. that's my opinion. Um, okay. I mean, I do think there are women that do analysis of football as well. Okay. I haven't. I haven't. Like, you know, the Molly, Molly Kareem's or like Carrie Champions or even uh, I can't, Susan but, something that's usually on a PT, not PTI, what's the other one with the, um, around the horn. I um, so it's. But, I don't know about, I wouldn't say Molly or Carrie. I think Carrie's more basketball. I mean, so Carrie does sports center, so she has to be a little bit well-rounded in everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and Molly does, I mean, Molly's the, the she's the, uh, the, what do they call it? Um, moderator the moderator seemingly so but you know granted you know, she, she also gives two cents and she, a half and she does give her she does give her but people i hate to say this and when she, it comes to that show uh-huh they're not listening to that show for her right you know what i mean versus carrie champion show with sports center uh -huh. like i mean they're looking at that show for carrie champion and, and molly kareem used to be on a uh, um good, good morning football or something like that uh, used yeah. to be on uh, nfl network that's where she started at least that's where i saw her for the first time mm -hmm. so Okay. Even, uh, well, I was going to say, even uh, one more point. Um, uh, what's that show with uh, Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip Bayless? Undisputed. Uh, Undisputed. Undisputed. That's a, you know, that show is actually, like, um, not ran, but, like... Um, produced? Produced. Well, no. So, so it's Skip, Shannon, and then Jenny. I can't remember Jenny's last name. But she, like, orates the show. Like, she runs the show. Moderates. She, mo there you go. She moderates the show. And a lot of times, you know, she's... she's Dropping facts, knowledge. She's mm -hmm. very well versed in, in, as you can imagine, Skip and Shannon talk about f uh, football, basketball, like all sports. And Jenny's there, you know, moderating and and giving input. And she's very well versed in these sports. So. What about you, A Mike? Does it bother you? Uh, not one bit. I, I think <laughs> it's 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 pretty cool, and, and it's unfortunate that men feel like they got to try to control, you know, these type of situations. I, and I, I was listening to you guys talk. There are plenty of women who do give analysis on football. Um, some of them are actually, you know, been in the game for a while, and, you know, they're going towards, I guess, retirement, if you will. Mm. Um, I, I was trying to find some of their names on here, but um, on the Internet. But, yeah, there, there's been plenty, you know, and they, they frequent shows like Around the Horn, uh, PTI, um, some of these uh, 
podcast slash radio shows that I listen to, um, they're they're on there as well. And you know, they are well versed just as much as men are well versed in in talking about different types of sports. And I don't think it should be um, only for one race or one sex or whatever the case may be. I think if you're qualified, why not? Now, now, what do you think the problem is? Why do you think these men have a problem with women in sports, either analyzing it or broadcasting it? Because they hate themselves. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, let's keep it real. Like, what you angry about? Shorty's, I mean, you know, she's on there. She's doing her thing. Like, she knows what she's talking about. Probably better than that person that doesn't want to see her on there. Right. You know right. what I mean? So, But yeah. maybe that's, like, the issue. Maybe they think that she doesn't know what she's talking about or they think, you know, that they know more than her. Yeah. Or her Have fact. you ever like listened to sports on the radio and they let people call in? And these people <laughs> call in like they know what the fuck they well, talking about. What the hell are they doing? Yeah. Why do they do it like, like that? And, and, and then the, um, the sportscasters would be like, that idiot. Like, no, you can't, it, that's not going to work. Those are the people that, you know, are are probably like, I don't want to see women talking about men's sports. What do they know about? Nigga, what do you know about men's yeah. sports? You know what I mean? Like, and, and in thinking about it, I was I, I try to like, you know, and whenever things like this pop up, I want to try to figure out what those people could possibly be thinking about. Like, why do you have a problem with this? So, in racking my brain, the only thing I could come up with that was logical was, okay, so maybe they have a problem with the fact that uh, they have never played the sport before, right? Uh, and there's a good amount of them out there, but then like, I was like, well, wait a minute. Do they have a problem with the men that have never played the sport before that are commentating and right. commenting and doing all of the above about the sport as well? And if they do, okay, then it's more so about a person not having played a sport and, you know, you don't care for their opinion more so than, you know, it being a woman. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be honest, right? There are players that I want to hear from. There are players that I don't want to hear from. There are people that never played the game before that I want to hear from, and there are people that never played the game before that I don't want to hear from. So I think it's just like to each their own. Like um, I do know that in in speaking to uh, an older gentleman about, uh, you know, he, he's very into basketball. He likes watching basketball, and he doesn't necessarily have a problem with women uh, commentating on sports or broadcasting sports. His problem was like, well, you know, especially in basketball, like, well, why can't she just do it for WNBA? Like, why does a woman have to comment in the NBA? Like, you know, he believed that it should be separated. Why? I mean, I didn't agree. I don't think it should be separated. It doesn't, it, I, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I, I never really asked him why it bothered him that much. I just, I mean, I tried to ask, and the only response he gave was that, you know, he thinks that, you know, women should do what they do and men should do what they do, and yeah, they shouldn't yeah. force it to be, to be, um, to be, you know, in the same in the same space for the most part. Yes, and, and some white men think that black people still go to separate <laughs> bathrooms and not swim in the same pool as them. Like, why are we? It, it's funny. Um, I, that is an old person's mentality, right? Mm -hmm. And I think um, that's kind of going away. It's dying off, if you will. Yeah. And you know, so I get how an old person would say that because that's an old way of thinking. Yeah. To uh, Ike's point, I do know a lot of um, basketball players complain about Shannon Sharp uh, 
talking about basketball. Yeah. Because they, they say, well, he doesn't play basketball, so why is he commenting on... Uh, I know for, for a fact Kevin Durant has been on Twitter before coming at Shannon Sharp saying he doesn't play basketball. Why is he commenting on basketball? Yeah, but he's probably in his feelings because he says something to question his... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, so he's not the only one. And but. some of those men that are listening, like, it's probably women talking trash about their team that they fucking hate and yeah. that exactly. shit, too. And don't, don't get it twisted. Like, Shannon Sharp had to go learn to be able to be a little bit more well-rounded. Same thing with uh, Stephen A. Smith because Stephen A. Smith started more so as a basketball person. Yeah. And then we heard him talking about football and he was yeah. naming tight ends that had retired and he got killed for that, right? So it's yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but see, I, I think there's... and there's, But there's different levels to that shit. I can name... I uh, Any one of us at this table can name, you know, players on teams. But if we call up um, Be Easy, he's going to break it down for you. Oh, yeah. Be you know what I mean? Down, yeah. Right. So there's, there's different levels to that, to that shit. And Stephen A. Smith, to me, is even one of those people. He's not an – I don't think he's an analysis. He's a commentator. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, and, I, and I think there's I think there's a difference, and I think there's levels. And and not everybody can be how, – how many analysis do we know never played the sport? A good that, amount. That are out there. Yeah, a good amount. I will say that the or, ones that sorry, I like the not, most – Not just played the sport, but maybe have coached the sport. Mm-hmm. So played and coached and have been around it mm-hmm. enough to really understand it versus I've never played the sport. Shannon Sharp has never played basketball. He can comment on stuff he sees, yeah. but he ain't really giving analysis of it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And then I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the good shows are the ones that are capable of putting a team together that have a, a sprinkle of all of them. You know, someone who can do the analysis, someone who can commentate on it, and, and someone that can be entertaining. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like when you put that together, it, it creates good shows. Yeah, it's palatable for everybody exactly, who's watching. Exactly. So, so I already shouted out um, Carrie Champion, <laughs> but uh, another one that I like who's not um, black is Rachel Nichols. Oh yeah, 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 she's good. She's good. Yeah, there's there's a pl- there's a lot of them that are really good at, at what they do, and you know, and sometimes when I listen to some of the men, actually, if I'm if I'm being honest, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, yes, man. Some of those guys. Never mind, man. I'm not even going to uh, beat uh, that dead Jamel, horse. Jamel Jamel Hill. She was another one. She doesn't really do sports anymore, but she was another one that was uh, she blackballed. <laughs> yeah, she definitely was. Well, she definitely took a a, a a severance package and left and went 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 on to do something that was more so to what she was trying to do because it would appear that you know Sports Center in the place for for social issues to be discussed. Yeah, so. well, you mean Sports Center? Or you mean ESPN? Um, I mean, Disney. I think where she went to was a faction of uh, ESPN. She went to the Atlantic. I thought. No, 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 no. It was something that was start, started with a U too. I know she writes for the Atlantic So I, I didn't know Yeah, She went somewhere else Which was more so like um, Social issues in sports Type of situations right. like, But yeah. yeah So I mean uh, Keeping in line with um, Women commentators and, and Analysts uh, Let's talk about uh, The Women's Football League Association um, Like the greatest What about stuff. it Something else that you brought up. Uh, first of all, what do you guys care about it? Well, so so there uh, so that there's this uh, league called WFLA, Women's Football League Association, or something like that. Uh, and actually, Ja Rule is uh, is an owner of one of the teams in the WFLA, and I think it's like the New York based team. Okay. But essentially, they are ramping up to start this league, and um, you know, there's this there's this one Instagram. Um, 
uh, personality. She definitely works out a lot. She is super into football. Right. Uh, she even wanted to do as much as play rugby. And she was super into football. Realized that you know there wasn't there was a ceiling for football for women in the United States of America. Right. And then she started looking into rugby uh, with the hopes that she could join the international rugby, rugby team, team, which she tried to join the international. Uh, rugby team for the United States, but she didn't make the team. Uh, but I saw, and I only even knew about this because I, I saw her post that she was signed to the WFLA, Women's Football League Association, mm. and she uh, is currently Sin- the Cynthia Deck, uh, also known as Track Baby on um, on uh, Instagram, Track Baby 05, I think, uh, also known as Queen of Apps. And but, she, she she has commercials too, right? Does she uh, had that one car commercial. Oh, I haven't seen her in a okay. commercial before. But have, have maybe that's seen, another one. Have you seen any of her uh, footage? Oh, yeah, I've seen the footage. I've like, seen. I've only seen the flag football footage. I've seen flag football footage, yeah. Were and I've impressed? seen her like in the... I've seen... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, man. This ain't a shout out, so I can sit on it. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I've seen her gym, work, gym workouts and stuff like that. Um, but essentially, yeah, so she's the first woman to be... Um, to be she's the first multi-million dollar deal that was signed. And they, I think they've only signed about a total of 10... Uh, ten women. Wait, wait. Did you just say multi-million dollar contract? So there's a, yes. From what I hear, multi-million. Yeah, God damn. Shocker. Wait, well, yeah, because the WNBA ain't getting multi-million dollar deals, are they? Uh, I'm sure they are. Nah. Over over year, over oh, oh, over that. the years. <laughs> over the years, it might be in the millions. Yeah, but they're just starting off. Uh huh. They yeah, they got some kind of back end. I'm about to say, and maybe there's like a bigger market for. For women, women's football? football, yeah, yeah. So, so essentially, they hey, must, hey, hey, oh, 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 okay, everybody, calm down. All right. So essentially, <laughs> WFLA. All right. I was trying to give the background on it. Y'all keep jumping in, but essentially, WFLA. Do you guys care, or will you watch women's football league uh, if it was broadcasted on national television? So what I'll say is, uh, when I was in high school for homecoming, what they used to do at my school, I don't know if they did it here in Maryland, mm-hmm. is they would have. I think it was called. Powder puff games, yeah, powder powder puff games where the cheerleaders would uh, play that football. Sounds demeaning, but continue. Yeah, it does. <laughs> what sounds that already demeaning. sounds demeaning, yeah. but Listen, continue. Uh, uh, I'm just saying they they would play football and the girls they took that shit seriously. Hell yeah! And um, I thought it was pretty cool. So um, um, I'll I'll watch it if it's on TV. Like I don't know if I'll go out of my way, but like. If I see it, I'm not going to, you know, turn from it. I, I think it'd be interesting. And I think there probably is a market for it. And I feel like there's women basketball, there's women soccer, there's women tennis, there's, there's women every y'all, y'all other sport. Y'all, the only shit y'all watch that start with a W is the news. <laughs> what? Y'all not. I, the do, news don't even start with a W. WJZ. Oh, you know, shit like WBF. Yeah, that's what I meant. TV so, stations. So, Got it. What over I'm, your head. What I'm saying is. Um, you no, don't watch. Under your head. You don't, you don't watch it now. I, I mean, I don't watch the WNBA. No. But I watch women's uh, soccer. And I watch women's Absolutely tennis. Do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Because men's is trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the United States men's is trash. Yes. But I'm talking sorry, about at yes. an international level. So are you saying because the men's football is so good? They're not going to be able to get people I, to watch. That's kind of how I look at. I, I'm not. I'm not interested in mm-hmm. this. To me, this doesn't seem entertaining when I already have men's, men's football. That's quality. That is to me quality and entertaining. I'm not now going to go watch the WNBA and be like, oh, I mean W FLA, FLA yeah. and be like, this is what I've been missing all my life. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and and not to shit on Santia Deck as I was trying to do earlier. As you was trying to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I wasn't mind. I wasn't impressed with anything that, that she did okay. in her flag football shit. And if those are the type of women she's going to be going against, I damn sure ain't watching it. No, I, when I saw her play flag football, she played against men. She can move. Like, oh, okay. She, see, she, I, she, I didn't she, see those. She's nimble. She's agile. She can, she, she, can move. She, she is. I don't want to take away from her athleticism. Yeah, she's very athletic. But when we start putting on... Shoulder pads, but you're mm-hmm. trying to compare wait, 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 wait. it to helmets? men. You no, need no, no, no. to keep so, with well, that, to that point. I was gonna ask, okay, I, to that point. But he gave his answer, right? That was his answer. He doesn't care for it because for him, it's in comparison to men, men's are better. He doesn't care about watching it in his mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. need it. Uh, that's how uh, I see it, now. young buck. So, before I, I, I guess I answer, I wanted to ask, have y'all ever watched um, women's arena football? Like where they strap up, where the helmets, with the pads. So, I mean, it's lingerie, it's lingerie yeah, football it's, league. I've yeah, seen yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, it's not arena football. It's oh, lingerie yeah. football league. No, okay. <laughs> again, demeaning in itself. No, it's, it's right? very. No, it's arena football. It's not called lingerie I it, football. I thought it was league. arena, but not. Oh, I mean, they're, they're in lingerie. lingerie. Yeah, it's lingerie. That shit is wild. They probably changed the name because it looked and sounded bad. I hope they're getting paid good money. They do. However, I don't know if I've ever seen a game, but the intensity. It wasn't enough for me to want to watch it. No, that's real. That's real. But I, so them in lingerie, that is. <laughs> so <laughs> I've seen, facts. I've seen a few, a few games, or you know, I've, I've seen a few, and it's, I don't know, it's interesting for me. It was, it was interesting to watch because it's like, you know, it's, they they play with the same intensity, they play with the same. I mean, it's obviously not the same physicality, but it's still a level of physicality that you don't see, you know, normally. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not like they're out here playing like little high schoolers. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're hitting, they're moving, like. Like at, at least at the college level, and that's in, to me that's entertaining because it's entertaining to watch athletes, right? I'm a yeah. I'm an athlete, so it doesn't matter if I'm watching men's track, women's track, right. men's soccer, women's soccer. I like to if, see people if it's compete. Good. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I like to see yeah. people compete. So. And to your point, Obi Wan, if they're competitive, if there's a competitive nature to it, it's not just you have one or two good players demolishing everybody else. But if there's like a competitive nature to it, where they're playing, they're competing, they're hitting each other, so you know why? what I'm saying? Like they're getting after it. I'd I enjoy watching that. Why so, you watching so you, the WNBA? So, so you watch it? I would watch it, yeah. All right, so before before I answer that question, because I have an answer for that question, because in answering the question that I posed to you guys, I'll answer that question as well. Will I watch the WFLA? No. Why? This is the reason why. It's more along the lines of what Obi-Wan said, is that the NFL is going to be better than the WFLA because of the nature of the sport of football. sport of football is fast, hard-hitting, Boom. That's all I want to see. Right. I don't want to see. I mean, there's skill level there as well, but I I know that the uh, NFL will give me more of that than the WFLA because same thing with NBA and WNBA, the 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 jams, the 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 the, uh, the crossovers, the the dunks, all that. I know that I can get that in the NBA and I can't get that in the WNBA. I'm cool. I'll stick with the NBA. Now, those sports that we mentioned before don't really have. Uh, a lot of certain things that make you want to watch men versus women be soccer. Like, for example, soccer. Like, it's very minimal what the differences are between men and women's soccer. It's a bunch of people running up and down the field. Now, the men do have a little bit more, just a little bit. It's just a little bit more skill from the perspective of, you know, how they kick the ball or, like, certain moves that they do but again it's almost comparable when you watch uh women's when you watch women's soccer and men's soccer take it to tennis same thing 
right? It's like you can't really differentiate when you're watching a, soccer, uh, a tennis match. Oh, he just passed the, he, you know, he, he, she hit the serve harder or he hit the, I can't really tell, right? When I watch that, I still see the same thing, thing from a skill level perspective. Track and field, same thing. Man run, woman run. They're being competitive. Yes, the men run faster than the women. But again, it's still that entertaining factor of just seeing people run up against, run against each other, be it the, 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 without a difference of them, uh, of their, of their gender, right? What other sport can I think of that it doesn't really bother me from that perspective? I don't watch baseball, so I'm not watching softball. I, I feel like that's just it. There's also a, a marketing aspect that gets lost. So, or will you guys watch arena football? But no, because I in think general? the NFL is better. Okay, so I, I just want to be clear. So mm-hmm. you're consistent. Yeah. yeah, would you watch arena football? No, that shit is trash. It's, it's, it's <laughs> well, not, so, so it's not the, the best of the best. So what about the, you know, they're starting, they're going to create a new one um, coming care. next year. I don't plan. I don't care. If it's good. Plan. So it, it's a matter of being good or not good for you guys. For me, it is. Yes. And, and, and essentially, that's why I generally don't watch college football either. Because yeah. it's like. It's not the best of the best. It's just a whole bunch of like sprinkles of the best. You only need there, to watch the last right? five minutes of college football. <laughs> Honestly, you just need to watch the last two minutes of uh, NBA <laughs> as well, just, right? Just the playoffs. Um, oh um, yeah, NBA just playoffs. Yeah, but so, yeah, so that's what I. Watch. I, I mean, I think for me, if they can figure out a way to market it to people, I don't it, care. It, it, it won't work. work on me. No, it, it no, might. no, no. I also got to remember, you got to compare women to women when it comes to that, because I feel like. Within the realm of women, they will be able to do some of those things you're talking about—the hard hits, the but skills. I, but I think he 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 already explained it. When you look at track, you don't feel that the level of competition and the entertainment has dropped, right? Versus when you look at the WNBA, it's dropped. You it feel drops. that way. You feel like the skill level has so dropped, even oh, in the WNBA. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. In, in contrast to the men, yes. And that's not to say the best. That's not to say the best or the top five WNBA players could not possibly, you know, hang in the NBA if they had to. I just don't think that the talent pool in the WNBA as a whole is as massive as that of the NBA. Well, when I think about it, I I think about it from the aspect of I have my son and I try to, when I'm watching football, I try to get him to come sit down and watch football with me, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a possibility that he ends up liking football and he wants to play football. The same thing can happen with little girls. Little girls who sit down with their fathers, watch football, might really end up liking football, but unfortunately, there's no avenue for them. This is an avenue created for women. Oh, that's cool. For, you know, situations women like that. Women can so, watch it. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm all and for women it. women can play it. I'm, I'm not against it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not against it. It's just a matter of fact, you're going to watch it or not. I'm not going to watch it, no. And I can't remember what the who the soccer player's name was, but uh, I read an article. It was a very long article, but this soccer player uh, wanted to make herself better, so she decided to train with men instead. Mm-hmm. And she said her... She almost died. Yeah, I mean, it, take, it, take, it took it to the next level for her. All right. Yeah, yeah it took, definitely took the next level. But, you know, but because she hung in there, she stuck in there, she earned the respect of her of, of her uh, peers at that point in time because, I mean, she didn't make the team. Right. Uh, she eventually, eventually, I think, made, like, one team in Europe or whatever. But it was like, yeah, there's, there's clearly a difference, right? right? But it's just that entertainment-wise, when I watch it, you know, I don't see that much of a drop. I like soccer as a whole. So it's like... Man playing soccer, woman playing soccer, 
cool. I'm not watching kids play soccer. Right, the, right. the competition is still <laughs> high, <laughs> high level have you watched, competition. Have you, you watched kids play soccer? Yeah, Shit is yeah. disgusting. You guys <laughs> are still not invested, though. If you have a daughter and she wants to watch the women's football league, you're not going to watch football? I'll be pulling my eyes out in the process. Oh, like, watch. I mean, I, think I, about like if Kobe she wants Bryant. to watch it, of course she can watch it. But that doesn't mean I I'm going to enjoy that shit. Yeah, you might. I mean, look at Kobe Bryant. He enjoys the W, you know, NBA because he's of his also, daughter. He's I mean, also a basketball player. Uh, yeah, so he he'll, he'll he'll probably pick some things out of it that he appreciates more right. so than right. I would because I'm not a fucking basketball junkie. Right, and he is. I mean, you just never know, but yeah, I get you. No, 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 I know. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, and then he also has daughters. But, but, but that's kind of my point. But, if you have a daughter, it could change your. your I, I no, it's not. But I will give it a shot. I will be right. more supportive. I'll be supportive, absolutely. But am I really going to, in my heart of hearts, watch it and think, "Oh yeah, this is yeah"? I'm no, I'm not. I know I'm not. But I will. I, I may grow to stomach stomach. Right, right. Huh? Like like reality TV shows. I never got to that point, and some men have. Are right. you not going to watch Love and Hip Hop New York? Hell no. Oh, no, no. I, I only watched that because of Joe Budden. That's it, it. Is it on? <laughs> I think it started like last Sunday or this oh, okay. Sunday. Whatever okay. the case may be. But yeah. yeah. I get you. Okay, guys. I understand. I understand. All right, man. That's it, y'all. I'm done yeah. for the day. <laughs> so keeping, keeping with the theme of women, um, let me ask you guys a question. And I think, you know, this is, this is a perfect question because of Obi-Wan and Ike the Great. Uh, can men have long-time women friendships? Yes. No. <laughs> that was a lie. Yeah, if you didn't catch that, that was sarcasm. Yes, why can't they? Right, and you know this this stems from uh, Jordan Sparks' husband. Uh, you know, receiving a lot of backlash for posting a photo with his longtime friend, who happened to be a woman, mm-hmm. and uh, she happened to have her arms around his neck in a bromance, and the she, same way that bros would take would photos. Do, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And she happened to be. Attractive. Attractive. Yeah. So let's be clear. This is nothing like Justin Timberlake's situation. <laughs> no, no, Justin no. Timberlake was on a date <laughs> with a chick. No, they were not holding hands. They've known each other since they were children. Right, right. Okay, so no for you guys. Well, for me... Um, no, you mean yes? Yes. I mean, Can uh, they have long-lasting yes, relationships? Yeah. Yes, I think so. I believe so. I, I think, you know, it's possible. But I, I, I get why people have... a a negative feeling towards it just because people are human no because and they're insecure I, I, well it could be insecurity I, I, but there's also a lot of things that go with, within that you guys are disciplined enough to one create boundaries right and two not cross that line some people are not you so know what i'm saying so it becomes a trust thing insecure yeah I, I think it's insecure i do want to go back to the to the controversy because i think um that's very important right because there was Justin Timberlake was holding another woman's hand Correct. as a married man. Man, correct. This guy, Jordan Sparks' husband, took a photo with his friend, in which all they were doing was laughing. Right. Why is that an issue? Well, women don't like to see men have fun, for starters. <laughs> That's true. Like a motherfucker. Where are you going tonight? <laughs> I know. And for me, that's for me. You don't even get to the question of can men and women. When your response is to see this and say he ain't shit, she should leave him. Start bashing him. They're projecting. And it's like, but wait, you you don't even know what the hell is going on here. This is a a, a goddamn photo of two people. 
Well, who are laughing and enjoy themselves. I have a question. What? For the people in the room that said yes, uh-huh. would you be okay with your spouses having a friend like that? Yes. A male friend? Yes. Yes. So okay. no, no issue at all. No, no thought going through your mind. No, because it's it's if it's insecure, it sounds like y'all are very secure in who y'all are and who y'all are with. Do you know who you're asking that question to? <laughs> to Obi Wan and Ike the Great. I thought <laughs> you don't think we're very secure. No, but that's not. It. I think you guys are human. At so, the end of the day, a I, very real human thought will so go through me, your mind no let matter me, what. Let me answer that question as a human, Word. right? If so, two two and a half years ago, going on three years when I met my wife. Probably within the first month, two months, maybe even before that, I told her about all my women relationships. Uh, sorry, all my women friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Every last one of them, right? I even told her about the one woman friendship that I had at a time where something went down between us, right? And that was the only one. And maybe that negates everything else that uh, I'm going to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I, but I don't really care, right? Um, and so from that point on, any time that I spent with those women, mm-hmm. she was there. So the first time that I actually spent time with them, she met them. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I never spent time with them when, when she, she wasn't, wasn't there without, or without her meeting them after, first. After you met her. At, right. After I met her. So yeah. my point is, if she presents to me the same way she presented her female friends, oh, yeah, this is my homegirl. I've known her for this long. I sh- I'm not going to have a problem with it, right? If I'm a, if I'm around it and I'm seeing and I'm seeing the friendship and I'm understanding the pr- friendship, no, I'm not going to have a problem with it. But if she springs it up out of the blue two years later, like, yeah, I'm going out with my best friend. I'm like, okay, cool. And I happen to see as a dude. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But the problem is- I told is, you about him. You know, and, <laughs> and I said it, or I said it, people project, right? Yeah. So- if you have a, a, a female friend or if you have a friend, you ain't going to keep them in the blue, locked, trapped in the closet. If this is your friend that you hang out with, that you talk to, that you're cool right, with. If it's actually your friend. If it's yeah. actually your friend, it's, you're not going to hide that person. Mm-hmm. So as a human in that position, no. And then the other thing is, like at the end of the day, she's going to cheat. She's going to cheat. And I'm gonna find out, and then whatever is what is it gonna be is gonna be. You know what I mean? What? I I always believe that God is gonna look out for me in that regard. I okay. may not find out right away. It may take me years later, but it is what it is. What about a new friendship with the opposite sex? I don't know. I would say I probably would say no. No new, no new friends. <laughs> no new friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um. Just because. Just because why? <laughs> people are human. Just because I'm I'm not gonna be doing the same thing. Like I'm not gonna go get a a new woman friend because I know of how it might make my wife feel. So I would expect the same exact thing. However, being that she goes to work with men of the opposite sex. Men of the opposite sex? Or with people of the opposite <laughs> sex or, or who happen to be men. If a friendship develops from that a work and and there's open, you know, communication dialogue, like if she's like I'm going out with my work my work friends, I'm not gonna have an issue with that. You know what I mean? Because I understand that, you know, shit happens and that's a, I mean I have I have I work in an industry where it's mostly women. So if I say I'm going out with my work friends nine times out of ten there's going to be a few women there. You know what I mean? And it ain't going to be anything. So 
So um, I guess one last question would be, um, can you have a friendship with someone that you, uh, I guess, you crossed the line with before you got married or before you, you know, you got in a relationship? Can you have a friendship with that person? I say yes, because that was me. I had a friend. We did some things. Afterwards, she was still my friend, and there wasn't nothing more to it. I I think it's possible. And, and your wife is comfortable with that and everything? She ain't comfortable with my friends that I haven't done nothing with. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's what it's going to be. The answer to that is no. <laughs> I think it's a growing it's a growing process because it's something she hasn't experienced. And I, and I, and I get that. Like, if it's something that you haven't experienced... But I think it is an insecurity, and she has to find a way to be secure in that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It is an insecurity, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because uh-huh. if it's not something that you've experienced, and it's not something that you're used to, maybe you're used to the complete opposite. You know, maybe she got her own issues that she's dealt with with women friends and, and guys and things like that. Yeah. Then, okay, I understand that you need the time to grow and be secure in that. But yeah, I mean, definitely. I think I, I think Young Buck was was um, made some sense in what he was saying about the human aspect of it, and I think that that's how a lot of people probably feel. It's kind of like you know, people are human. And you guys call it insecurity, and I guess in that case, there be there's a lot of insecure <laughs> people out there in the world. Oh, absolutely, and it's not yeah. it's, it's it's insecurity because that's the definition of what they're going through. Right. But that doesn't make it a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that they are not secure with the situation. Right, right. But, <laughs> so to that point, I feel like awareness is is a, a key factor in that as well. Because I'm somebody who was in a situation like that. And it made me insecure. But I also understood that, as Obi-Wan alluded to, this person was open with me about it. So it's like one of those things where you got to check yourself because you know you're tripping. You know what I'm saying? You realize that it's it's an insecurity that you have that you need to address. And as long as the person is being open and, and I guess, transparent with how they're moving, how they're communicating, then it's not really an issue. And as long as it's, it's the same on both sides. Exactly. Right? If, if, if you rock in the same way and she's rocking the same way, then cool. Equal is equal. It can't be a situation where you want to have female friends, but she can't have no male friends. That's just stupid or vice versa. No, she wants to have male friends, and you can't have any female friends. Now it's like, it's unequal, and you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, go ahead. I always call my wife out. She's she's like, yeah, my my friend does this, and I'm like, no, that's not your friend. You don't have male friends. Remember, you told me this. Mm-hmm. No, granted, <laughs> it's it's joking, right? These are these are people that she knows from high school when right, she grew right, up. That right. that she's you know they're they're more of associates than they are than actual they are friends. actual friends, right? But, you know, I would never be like, nah, you can't have any male friends or you can't call this guy your friend that you've known since you were younger. Granted, you may not talk to him or see him anymore, but you still, you know, y'all still cool. Y'all still know each other. Like, go go, yeah, go I, have your friends. I, I definitely mm-hmm. do think, though, uh, the, the stereotype or the stigma, um, there is one that's out that exists out there about, you know, um, if this nigga is trying to be your friend, if a guy is trying to be a friend with a girl, he has alternative motives and they exist for good reason like let's not act <laughs> let's not act like we don't know that that shit is for real like there are men out there that are trying to be friends with women to eventually make it out the right. friend zone and, like and this and shit vice happens versa, you so, know what I mean? so yeah, is it well, bad if you if you indicate that what do you mean like so because i don't know about y'all but like, for like especially in my generation the big thing now is oh we got to be friends first before we can date 
and you know is it bad if you you are this person's friends but you fully intend on taking it further but you indicate that but they gave you that direction right what do you mean that we have to be friends first before anything else yeah but you so, know people people get weird can turn that into different ways well you tricked me da, 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 da. i thought we were just being friends I don't even but know what that means. Uh, you gotta be friends it, before it, you date me. What, people are mean? weird. It's a thing. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not just their their generation. It's like you yeah. know, building a friendship first before yeah. you know dating. before. I mean, they're really dating. But that's, 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 that's what dating, dating is. They're, in really, my they're really dating. No, no, no. In that no process, there's there's levels to dating, right? There's yeah. dating mutually. There's dating exclusively. There's yeah. all this other shit. But it's it's like without being romantically involved just yet is that. Building a friendship and then building the romantic aspect as well. Where that can cause problems is if that's going on, but then maybe the guy, it's like, cool, we can do that, but I'm still, you know, having sex with other women. I'm still romantic with other people. Yeah. Yeah, Because we don't got no romantic. Exactly. That can cause issues. It's just weird to me, but, you know. Well, she can either say or he can say, okay, cool, or okay, nah. So. Yeah, so at the end of the day, um, you know, you guys don't have any issues with that. But, but wait, I'm not. I'm still not over this this backlash, yo. Well, I mean, you, you know, yeah, it's the internet. No, no, no. I was no, gonna no, say, no. Yeah, let's just like, let's just talk it up to it's, to it's the internet, and that's it. The internet's gonna react to whatever they want to react to, like whatever reason they want to react to for a reason. So, yeah, but I don't think it's just the internet. I, mean, I, mean, I think because well, they brought them onto the View. Because well, was I mean, the view? the view did talk about yeah. it. But I think this is a normal response. For men, when you see men out with women who aren't their significant others, you know what I mean. Like, it's a normal response for men. So that's a, two men. That's a normal okay. response from, to men when well, you see I mean, men listen, out. Well, we we, we ain't can, seen a woman with her male friend out and doing the same thing. I mean, we don't know because that's not the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like the parallel doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Where? Who? Um, what's his name? Before he died, Janae and Nipsey. Are like very close. Oh, very, very, very close. I didn't know that. But there, like, there was, there was like, no, there was Janae no outrage. I, Janae Aiko? <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know okay. she's from well, uh, she's from Crenshaw, and uh, so she grew uh, up with all of it. Like yeah. all of it, you know what I'm saying? So like, they're yeah. very close. Even while he's dating Lauren and she was dating Big Sean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it was like understood. Like, and people would see them out together, and be like, oh, they're such good friends because you understood the backstory. And realize yeah, that they and, came and I feel up like we've like, seen young. other stories like that. And, we just don't pay attention because yeah. it's not a big deal. And let's not get it twisted. At least from the perspective of men, I can only speak from the perspective of men. Men have fucked that shit up, yo. Because men have brought little side chicks around and said, "Oh no, she's just my friend." Oh no, she's Listen, just my friend. Women oh no, she's just my. I, again, I said I can only speak, speak from the perspective them, yeah. okay. of men, right? So you oh, can't just shit my on friend. Men too much. I mean, because I mean, you know, I do it. No problem. Yeah, I mean, I break them laws. Uh, but um, <laughs> but and you know, it's the same shit. That's my cousin. That's my right, cousin. Right, that's right. my cousin. Which is some men nasty do shit. that shit a lot. It's disgusting. Shit. So to the point that now women don't trust men. Men's yeah, cousins. cousins. And like, yo, this yeah. is like my legit that's, cousin. That's a like, fact. That's my mama's <laughs> sister's that's daughter. That's <laughs> like, fact, we man. grew up together. That's, <laughs> like, a that's some foul shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a fact, So, So, these things exist for that reason. It does. So, which is why it's understandable to see why some people. I understand it. Yeah, could could possibly I don't give have. a fuck for it, but right, I understand right, right. it. Yeah, man. And that's you know it, it is it, what it, it is. It needs to get out of here, man. It just it really needs to get out of here. Well, along it's toxic. with a, along and with the toxic people that created that that narrative. That yes, that's true. Makes people think but, that that's what's going on. But what what happens here? Like this is the type of stuff that does mess people up for gen. I think Young Buck's age is fucked up when it comes to relationships. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. And this is this is part of it. 
like this is part of it. Motherfuckers are never gonna be happy. Oh, I, I mean, shit is hard now. Have you heard music from his generation? You got, you, yeah, yo, you got, you got, you got to get yourself off of social media. Yo, get yourself, happy. get all these people oh. that are in your business, in your ears, all of that. You got to get much your business. There was yo. some old women commenting on that post, giving him a lot of flack. I went under that oh, comment. I, I to believe look at it. it. Old ass women. I believe Haters. it. Yo. They probably got like ten cats with nah, them. Probably they've they've, they've probably been jilted. <laughs> Which is the reason why probably, you feel probably. that way? By they some, triggered. some chick I'm who was the friend. Women don't trust women. That's really the problem. That's a fact. It is. Yes, that's they really the problem. Sure. They ain't got shit to do with me, yeah. my friends. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> At the end of the day, I feel like people saw this and just personalized it. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's what and the world does. Social media gives people a platform to then give their opinions on things they've then internalized, and now they feel like they were wrong. When in reality, you ain't got nothing to do with the situation. It's it's unfortunate. And I mean, so and and it is unfortunate. Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate for uh, Dana too because now he has to switch up. Well, no, he, he, do he, shit. he doesn't. He doesn't. His wife is perfectly fine. She with is it. fine with it, but that could have been a result where he has to switch up his friendship. Like I don't see why now that I'm in a relationship or now that I have this woman or now that I'm I got a girlfriend. I'm a, I'm married. That I now got to switch up my relationships with my friends. Like if if we were if this is how we were before, it's not disrespectful for me to still be this way because that's the relationship that I have with this person, regardless if I have a significant other or not. And I think that's what ends up happening is now people feel they got to change that friendship, and I can't be so close to this person because I got a, a a woman. I'm not changing my relationship with my mother, right? I ain't changing right. my relationship with my sister because now I got a woman in my life, so. I just think it's 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 really it's bad and it's toxic and it's just messing up a whole lot of shit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's been a lot of toxic behavior cultivated by people's actions, and you know, this is just one result of that. But um, yeah, that was a good good topic. Good topic, guys. Um, I have a story for you guys. So this is like 2010. I'm down. I'm down. Adams Morgan with my then girlfriend, now wife, and a group of her friends. And um, one of her friends had like a very short, short skirt on. And this DC guy proceeded to lay on the ground and look up her shirt, her skirt. So, um, of course, you know, she was pissed and she tried to check the dude or whatever. And that whole thing blew up. So, for me... My reaction was more or less, well, let me make sure she's okay, because the last thing I wanted is for this nigga to hit her. So, you know, I pulled her to the side. I'm like, listen, you know, you got to be careful when you try to check a nigga that's crazy enough to lay down and lick up your skirt. So, you know, that, that didn't play over too well with, with my uh, now wife. And I think that, I was... That wasn't you making sure she was okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want her to get... This nigga was crazy. <laughs> I didn't want her to get beat. So not that I'm she was gonna... okay from the trauma that she faced, but yeah, I, okay I was to not say... to go head to head with the guy. Right. Because okay. I was getting ready to say. Because when was, you said okay, I was like, you there was really a, did that? There was a sense of <laughs> immaturity there. And I felt like at the time, I felt like, um, why would you wear something like that? Right. That was my thought process back then. Oh. Because I, you can't control <laughs> what the opposite sex is going to do. You're going to control what you're going to do. Right. So I bring this story up to, to, to ask you guys, do you feel like other men should check men when it comes to either catcalling 
or doing something like this that man did at the time. Can I go first? Yeah, you can. 100% yes. And if I was in that situation, I'd whoop that motherfucker's ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I would have attempted to. I'm not going to. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would have been what it was. But also, I understand who I roll with. And so, they would have been fighting first. And you know what I'm saying? I'd rather I fight a man than have somebody else fight a man. My response would have been to laugh. Right. I mean, yeah, you laugh, but not, the, that's the nah. motherfucker literally got on the ground to look up. Nah, look up you gonna laugh? Well, because it's like the no, first I, 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 as I'm seeing him get on the ground, I would laugh. And so my response, I think it depends on the situation. I think that that is an that is an excessive situation. Um, check him, probably like yo, that's not cool. I was about to say and define check. It, what do you mean and, by check? And, I mean, and that's it. Cool. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah. whatever you it's, feel is necessary about something that was not oh, it's, right. It's hard for me to check, quote unquote, what it, we call catcalling oh. because it's part of the game. No, mm. no. So mm. I'm, I was with you. So you know, you know why I don't believe catcalling is part well, of the game. Well, let him finish. Oh, you're right. Go ahead, finish. Go ahead. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but that's go ahead. I, I think it's 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 part of the game that women play into. So not all women want it. And when women don't want it, they really don't want it. But I think it's acceptable in certain instances. Not me saying that I, I'm going to do it, but I think it's acceptable to women that it's happening. And I think in certain instances, women want it. And if I could almost use Aisha Curry as an example, <laughs> she, she, at some point in time, what, she, she wanted said she it. wanted to be. She didn't, she didn't say For she, all wanted, she and purposes. said she wants attention. Yes. She, she that doesn't, doesn't mean cat calling. Cat calling. So. And and that's so why how I she say, get attention? And that's why I kind of say, how, you know, how are you doing? Thank you. Like, <laughs> hey, little mama, come over here real quick. But that's that, but, that's but, all. But, that's all attention. But that's why I say it depends on on how egregious this quote unquote cat calling, cat calling is. You know what I mean? We're calling it cat calling, but at the same time, you know, how many times you've been in the club and be like, hey, yo, shorty, what's good? Let me talk to you. That's not catcalling. To someone that is, that is literally catcalling. That's not catcalling. Oh my god. To that is, some, look, well, look, no, look, so hold on. So what, what, what is what is catcalling? What? Catcalling is when a woman is walking. Hey, you're, you know what I'm saying? Like she's, she's walking down the street. the street. You know what I'm saying? Walking like not in your not close to you, and then you like, hey, come over here, shorty. You in a red dress? You over there? Yeah. Da, 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 da. That's catcalling. Not and, and, not let me walk up to you. Hi, how you doing? No, no, no. What's that's not what he said. That's not what he said. What? So he said a woman walks by and says, hey, yo, shorty, let me holler at you. Or, no, 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 no. That's no. considered that, catcalling. That's catcalling. No, no, no. Or, but there is a difference. There is a difference okay. between or walking you, up you, to her. Or you driving and, and you see the chick either walking or you see in another and car. And this yeah. is why we can't check other men. No. Because you, you don't know what it is. Listen, I used to do that all the time when I was in college, right? Because that was a thing. And some women would look at you and smile and walk right over to you. Like, they received it I well. So, you know what so I mean? while, like, I, while I understand that. While I so while I understand I, I understand your point about catcalling being the game, right? Maybe back then. However, the the issue is now that motherfuckers take that shit too, too far, far yeah, way yeah. too fucking so far. I agree and with that. and the point I'm making is that it's come to the point that in most instances, catcalling never ends well. Because what you get now, what you get now is instances where. Motherfuckers will be catcalling women, and you know they might be respectful. Like, like you said, she'll laugh. She might walk over there. She might not. You know, like I've seen a video. Matter of fact, I saw a video last week of a prominent woman in Detroit. She owns a radio station. She's married. She walks into uh, a a Seven Eleven, and some dude starts catcalling her. So she's respectful. She's like, "Oh, uh, hi, uh, I'm married. You know that that's cool. Leave me alone." Like 
something to that effect, but very respectful. Yeah. This nigga then begins to berate her and continue catcalling her. And then she, so she's videotaping. So, so this nigga's on, bitch, on, this, on, bitch, on, that. On, I'm gonna kill on, you. So she on, walks away. Hold on, hold on, because that's not catcalling at that point. That's, that's abuse. Harassment. But how that's harassment. But how did it start? Okay, but that's not what I'm saying. All catcalls don't end in violence. Is my point or abuse? That. But but when, cat, when most catcalling ends with a nigga following a woman so, down the so street not, for four blocks, so the question still catcalling. This question should not be should you check another man, another man for catcalling? You should be. Should you check another man for being disrespectful to a woman? Okay, I guess that's and, true, and, and and that's what it comes down to. And and but for me, it, it's kind of hard, yo, because th- there's a, a a maturity level there that when you as an older adult try to check another man, he's just not going to receive it, and then that turns into something that could possibly be dangerous for you. The way I look at it is, you have to. Choose your battles wisely in those type of circumstances. I don't even know what catcalling is, yo. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, we couldn't even come to a conclusion of what that is. Right. Like, back in the day, it used to be <laughs> like that was catcalling. That was like, right. hey, hey, beautiful, so hey. Then, so then, can we just change the question to just be, should we check a man if for they're being harassment? Yeah, harassment or disrespect? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Then, then we're then we're, yeah. we are in agreement. But but so. is it is it like random if they're harassing random women? I, this is me in the street, right? I mind my business, yo. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel that. I feel that. But it don't. Mean, so I, I uh, mind my business. Hold on, real quick. I mind my business. <laughs> this is the reason why I mind my business. And you know, I think uh, it Mike was privy to this when we worked at the club. I saw this dude putting his hands on a woman, right? So I'm over there, Captain Saver Hole, got my cape on and everything, my flashlight, my whistle. Hey, stop, stop! I stop him and I try to like get him off of it. And she, here she comes trying to fight me. Like what the fuck, yo? Like now, I know like there's trauma, there's like all this shit there, but it's like, yo, mind you, I'm mind my business going forward, like, because Shorty could have put a bottle over my head and then it's a wrap for me. That's 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 happened to Silio. He got jumped in the club. Oh yeah, he talked about that the other day. Yeah, that's not funny. That's not funny. Because she, he was trying to help out. She thought she was he was trying to fight her. He got jumped. Yeah, by her her girls and her dudes. Yo, but yeah, I was gonna say yo, at what point is women checking a man when they think they're that man is catcalling. Like at, at what level? Like if a man just says, "Yo, let me holler at you." Yo, let me holler at you. Is she checking him? No, no. I, so I think I, it's, I'm not gonna check. Hey, him either. bitch, why you? Why no, you no, not? No, no, no. I mean, why they, you they, not they, answering they, me? I said hi line, to you. Why yeah. the fuck you not talking to me? They, or when he following her for three blocks? Excuse me, I'm talking to you. Yo, if he's crazy enough <laughs> why, to follow her for why, three blocks, why did you think put, I'm gonna jump in there and put my life on the line? Why did you put a Baltimore accent on that? Excuse me, excuse me. Yo, turn your volume down, back. He can't turn it yeah. Turn himself so, down. Right. But I, I mean, I say that to say I think it depends. Like if he's if he's following you for three blocks, you should have said something two blocks ago. What if they did oh, and he doesn't? Like you, I feel like y'all are missing the point. Like women aren't just sitting here taking it and saying, I'm, "Oh, I'm, 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 I'm hoping he stops." That's, that's, that's not it. that's not what I'm trying to say. But what I'm trying to, I I guess I'm also trying to understand at what point a woman wants me as a man to step in, right? Okay. Because I, there are situations where I think I should step in. And it's not the right time to step right, in, right. or I should let that person handle it. So there aren't clear, I guess, answers yeah. to what catcalling is. I don't know how women want us to really check other men in that regard, but, and when is the right time to do it? Even, like, so, I don't even think even these things with, are clear with, for men. With that in mind, just take away the catcalling in general, right? Disrespect. The disrespect part. I I, I feel like men should not be obligated. If you feel like you want to do that, that's fine. But at the same time, there is another side of that. that, Like, niggas can die over trying to um, step in there and check another man, yo. Yeah, so so here's the thing, right? So, catcall. 
I, everything else got to go to the textbook definition. <laughs> Make a whistle, shout, or comment of a sexual nature to a woman passing by. 90% of catcalls are not of a sexual, sexual nature. nature. Mm. Okay. So so, so what, what is the problem? Because my thing is, all right, people make a statement from afar. Hey, shorty, let me talk to you. Hey, beautiful. If calling somebody beautiful is of a sexual nature, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying, I right? Think, like I said, when it becomes <laughs> excessive or disrespectful. When it becomes harassment. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I truly believe that's different. For every woman, and I, I've heard the horror stories, and I believe them to be true, and I know absolutely. Yeah. But I've also been in, in my experience, and been in times where I thought it was disrespectful, and when I stepped in, I was asked not to step in. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's it, it, it depends. It depends yeah. on depends on the situation. From my standpoint, right? Like I'm not. I, I don't know if if like the the conception now is that if I see it happening to somebody I know, I'm just gonna automatically fight the person. For me, that's not what it is. If I'm out. So I go out with my cousin a lot, right? You know, um, men will men will approach her, men will talk to her, and I, I'll let it be. Like if we're walking and somebody's like catcalling her, I'll look at her because she's she's this the the hot one. She's the you know what I'm saying. So a lot of times as she'll hot, she'll as deal a hothead. With yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, if she but, looks but, to me like oh this hot. is disrespectful, <laughs> then it's like all right, I need to I need to step in. But a lot of times I wait for that. Like if I'm with a woman, I wait for that. That indication from them that okay, this yeah, is but, going to but, the next so, level. So if 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 they feel like they're being disrespected by a group of niggas and they look at you, what you gonna do? You gonna step I, in there? I I ain't fighting. That's what I'm, like I'm, you gotta choose like, your battle. I'm not even I'm not even fighting. I'm not even fighting for my wife, and and that sounds bad. But the reality of the situation is, there are better ways to handle it than to fight, and there are potentially better ways to handle it. Than to try to check somebody and put them in their place because that could that could end badly. Like sometimes I think walking away is a better is a better choice than actually saying something. And I know that's hard for a lot of women to grasp and be okay with. Mm-hmm. Yo, but really, like that shit is gonna hurt. But it's a societal thing that needs to be dealt with. On a grander scale than trying to deal with it one on one, and I don't know the answer and how to deal with it because I get that there are people being hurt, there are people dying, there are people um, becoming victims to it, but I don't necessarily know uh, how we how we deal with that. On that point, to the flip side as well, because I've I've also seen like women speaking about this about how men won't like I guess speak up for them and defend them and like call them like bitch ass motherfucker shit like that, and it. So I would never like shame a man who doesn't want to do it because you know I understand everybody's different and I also understand that I'm accepting that risk in in taking that position that I'm taking in doing what I'm doing and I understand that everybody's built like that like I've seen videos where a man is walking with his girl and men will catcall his girl and he don't do anything it's like five or six men and he don't do nothing he just keep walking you know what I'm saying and and women will crucify the man and and from a man's standpoint it's like I mean not everybody's built like that you know what I'm saying not everybody no, like what to, to, to take an ass whooping from six niggas for, for what because that's what would it be that's what it would be what are you proving it's not about proving anything it's it's about a respect level like 
you think you think by getting your ass whooped, <laughs> they gonna respect <laughs> your, your girl not, now? But it's not about it's not about respecting my girl. It's it's simply about you, you respecting the person that you're with. Like like so, you're, uh, you're, everyone here. You every, really want to teach respect on the streets to somebody even, who it's not did not learn it? Are, are but you, you saying, know, but you know why it's bullshit. You know why it's bullshit. But that's what you're all, going to do. Everyone of you guys here are married, and I I will be damned if y'all are walking with your your wives and motherfuckers is hey bitch, let me talk to you. Or, hey, how you doing? And you don't slap the shit out of them right then uh, and how, there. Well, hold on. The only person who I think might not slap him right away is Obi One. He might wait a second and then slap the nigga. I got questions. One, how much have I been drinking? Two, how many of them are there? And three, who else is there with me? Yeah, no, it depends, yo. Like, no, seriously, because if it's a group of us and it's a group of them, we ready to go. Yeah, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, let's do this. We down. We gonna fuck some niggas up. I guess I'm young, young and dumb. But if I'm by myself, you are. What you might have just done is made it worse for you and your girl. Yeah. Because now they're gonna fuck both of y'all up. And so they rape her. That's possible. Can we not say that and laugh? No, no, I'm laughing because it's to let you know. It's to let you know that sometimes you have to think wisely about that. I carry a gun, and I don't because that's what it would be. It's gonna be six bodies. No, because now they're going. Oh, you got a gun? You gonna use that shit? You damn right, bitch. Nah, that's I'm sorry. Over what? What do you mean? At that point, because it's it's then it's then become escalating. Over what? Because if I check them, like yo, don't talk to my girl like that. Over what? What do you mean over what? They called your girl a bitch. No. It be, it's it's more than that. It's self defense at that point because no. let me say let me tell you how this scenario plays out for me. Let me tell you how this scenario you know plays you, out. If you're not married, it's not self defense, right? Let me tell you how this scenario plays out. I'm walking with my wife. Oh, now it's a wife. I'm, that's I'm fine. giving y'all this scenario. I'm okay. giving y'all this because y'all are the married. Right, right. Okay. It okay. No, that's it's, fine. You're walking with your wife. Uh-huh. You walk past six men. They're cat calling your wife. Uh-huh. You're not gonna turn around and slap them, but you're gonna check them. Especially like if they're younger and you're older, you're gonna g check them off some OG shit. I'm, hey, don't, I'm don't. Definitely don't. not checking the I'm young men with no religion. Well, you scared them niggas truthfully. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, what are you talking anyway, about? Anyway, what? okay. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how it go. Like hey, for what? Don't. don't but that's speak my point. Like my that. point is over what? Yeah. What do you mean? Like don't don't speak to a, don't speak to her like that. Don't, don't you don't speak to, to people like, like that. Sticks and stones may break my bones. Words <laughs> 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 will never hurt me, yo. Like they came up with this shit for a reason. Hey, yo, that's a that's a fact. <laughs> I mean, I feel that. No, nah, but no. Nah. Nah. Here's the thing, right? I would address it. I'm sorry. I would I would address because it just it doesn't sit right with me. It just it doesn't sit right. I would address it. I tell you and what. When I address let me, it, let me ask you. A when I address let me, it, it would hold be on, young issue. buck. Let me, let me you really, ask, you're really sounding like young buck. Right let me ask you. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever called your girl a bitch? You ever thought about it? Not to her face. Okay. <laughs> so you gonna be mad because somebody else? You damn right. Because she probably did something maybe call her a bitch. Yeah. But these random ass niggas don't know. So. Okay, here, here's the thing. You have to learn to choose your battle yeah, wisely, yo. I, I, I feel like, that, man. But. And I feel like not all women are going to get it because, you know, my cousin has constantly told me, like, you got you to gotta tell your, your men to do better or you got to check them. And I'm kind of like, you know, in certain circumstances, yes, you can check these guys. But in most cases... When those type of things are happening, you have to be careful. I'm sorry. Right? I'm still stuck on the young niggas with no relations. Yeah, yo. <laughs> that ass no, you don't understand why That's we're saying that, shit. though. We were there once upon a time where yes, then yeah. nothing mattered to us. Right, like, it yeah. don't matter what you say or what you do. Like, what what I got to live for? Like, you know what I'm saying? At that yeah. age, it's like, yo, all I have to live for is, like, my balls and my word or whatever, right? Yeah. It's like... We're not really thinking. I tell you what, that shit happened. Like, like Toby said, I'll become real childish. Real sticks and stone guys, sticks, <laughs> sticks and stones. Why don't you guys just grow up? So it right. I'd rather go home with my wife right. than go to the hospital with my wife. Okay. If if, if I'm not drunk, that's how you know I'm, we are. So right. if I, if I stopped, 
is because I know there are people around. I mean, the worst I might say is, like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to my trunk. <laughs> and I just don't come back. Oh, oh wait, wait. <laughs> For what? Oh, you say you're not coming no. back. No. No. Yo, no, you're crazy. Do you not hear yourself? I, I'll say that's crazy. <laughs> I'll say that's crazy. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just funny coming from y'all who, who instilled this... Test your metal against other men and mentality we in my mind. Grew the fuck up. Up. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still at the age where I'm gonna test my metal. That okay. nigga bleed like I bleed. All right. so, I, w- I would no, like no. to have this conversation again in like no, ten years. No. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he might four bleed years. like how you bleed. Four years. But they combined together Look. don't bleed how you bleed. <laughs> that four five make him bleed real nice. Yeah, every, everything ain't worth it, man. I agree. Most things ain't worth it. Let me not even say everything. Most to me, most things ain't worth it. Your wife ain't worth it. Well, it's sticks and stones, bro. Yo. <laughs> It's like <laughs> tomorrow she's gonna wake up and she'll be okay. Yeah. Word. But if I turn around and slap the motherfuckers, <laughs> have, have tomorrow you, she might not wake ha, up. Have you seen some women when their men get into fights? What do they try to do? Jump help. in. They try to help. Yes, that's yeah. my wife. That's what you want. And now you. That, really that's get what you want. Up because you're concerned about her getting fucked and up. And I'd rather take a Mike Boogie's wife into a fight than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we cut that. Cut that shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, yo, like. You gotta be careful. You gotta be smart about it. I'm not saying like that shit ain't right. Yeah, because it's not right. But at the same time, like it's a it's a pride thing for me too. Well, niggas yeah, got too much pride. Yeah, you you're right. Some of that shit. You're right. I, and I hope I do over some time because that, that's just where I am now. Whew. Yeah, that was enough a good topic. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That young buck. He tripping. Definitely tripping. So um. A new segment here. We're gonna call this rapid fire. Let's go through the rapid fires. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one. Lizzo, you know Lizzo. She has that song that everybody seems to love. You want to play her song, anybody? anybody? No, no, uh, no. Okay, skip the movie. I, I got really places care. to go. So yeah, Lizzo decided that she's going to go to the Lakers game, and um, she showed off her butt cheeks. She turned around, had a family game, and started busting it wide open. Well, twerking, and <clears throat> you know, for for some people, they question like, should she be banned from the NBA? For having clothes on that wasn't really appropriate for a family type of event. Well, to their surprise, uh, not only was it the opposite, but she got invited to come back. She got invited by one NBA team to to join their cheerleading squad to do a dance, and she got invited to the Lakers game. To, I mean, by the Lakers to come back for more games. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's that. I thought it was. I thought it was very fucking tasteless. It was tasteless. It was. And I don't care who did it. If it was a man, if it was a yeah. woman, if it was Nicki Minaj, if it was Rihanna, if it was Madonna, if it was LeBron James himself. Right. That shit was disgusting and tasteless, yeah. in my opinion. Yep, I agree. I mean, people like Lizzo, so they're gonna rock out with her. I mean, I I didn't like it, but I don't think she should be banned over that. I mean, right. warning. You know the dress code. <clears throat> yeah. And, and 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 just for those people out there that want to try to throw in fat shaming, this that's nothing to do with that. No. So let's just be clear. That's why I said everything that I said. <laughs> yeah, when he mentioned Rihanna, you know that shit is real. <laughs> <laughs> um Nick Cannon uh is apparently beefing with Eminem because of Eminem Again. Still. Yeah, because of Eminem uh has his I guess, was it his track or whose song it was somebody who dropped the album anyway Eminem was on somebody's track and made reference to Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey oh Eminem started this yeah oh, okay and, um, well, so, yeah this but this start this this whole beef started a long time ago yeah it did no I I know yeah. it started I mean I'm like why is this happening again I didn't know Eminem started it Eminem just trying to be relevant again yeah and or so you, you, you can't know, expect to talk about Nick people Cannon not decided have people to talk to about you drop two diss tracks <laughs> you know I think. He even referenced back to back on one of them with the black squad. Yeah, 
So what do you guys think about From that? Wildin' Out. So um, It was trash, by the way. More nobody cares news. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why he would. Like, yo, if you're going to diss somebody, yo, use your best weapon. It's not rapping, yo. Like, you could have went Comedy. and did a whole segment on Wild and Out. Well, he, he told him to come on there. He said, no, stop being he, scared. He doesn't even need him to come. Why, why would he now go to Nick's backyard? Nah, I see what you're saying. Like, that don't yeah. make sense. Eminem would do well Nick, on Wild and Out, though. I think he would. Yeah. But there would be more people there supporting Nick than there would be Eminem. But Nick Cannon stepped into M's backyard. But I, I think he looks at it as a, as a marketing ploy. No, because Nick Cannon thinks he's a rapper. He's a gigolo. Yeah, well, yeah. he's still thinking he's a rapper. I mean, it, but not only that, we're talking about it. So it, it, from a marketing exactly. standpoint, yeah. it, you know, but it works for him. I am, however, hoping that more because the of these, these so-called battle rappers that were on there um, dissing M, that we might see a beef, yo. I'm trying to see... Uh, you right. know, some of M's people come out and put out a diss track. Like I would, I would love that. Mm. I would love that. Hitman Holler. What was <clears throat> who was the other dude? I can't remember his name. Yo. I don't. I don't think Eminem is going to do that. If he, if yeah, if he didn't do any diss at Joe Button or any, you know, somebody. Eminem did this Joe Button. He did. What are yeah. you saying? He, he recently. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. He had a track and everything. Oh, okay. I missed that. Yeah. Oh, he did. That's yeah. right. Joe Button's like got come harder than that. Yeah. 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 yeah pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, okay. That can't be everybody's response, though. <laughs> no, that was Joe Budden's response because he's not rapping anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Um, everybody knows about Michael Vick and his whole issue with the whole... Uh, dog fighting? The dog fighting. Well, apparently he was asked to be a Pro Bowl captain, and there was a big animal activist petition. Uh, yeah. that, that had over like 400,000 signatures 700,000 700, signatures Here's my yeah. thing man I'm tired of this shit Me know? too yeah. Listen I, I, I heard a story recently From Chico Bean uh, Where the, uh, you know Mike Vick was trying to do The same thing Kind of like Shaq, Shaq All Stars Michael Vick All Stars right, right, And have right. like a comedy show oh, okay yeah And he showed up With some picket signs And all that bullshit For And real? people protesting And all that shit And you know what For two hours It kind of delayed The process of them taping So Mike Vick decides I'm going to go down there And talk to them You know what happened right. All they did was Take pictures with him like seriously? Yeah, like seriously. Fuck these people. <laughs> All right, fuck them. Listen. Fuck the animal R.I.P. R.I.P. The dogs. Right? Right, 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 right. Rightfully so. He did some fucked up shit. Yeah, and he paid. He the went time. to jail. He paid, like he's, leave he's, this dude alone, he yo. Served his time, and and he is currently an animal activist Listen, right now. He is one of them. He is. And you know, I didn't even think you were gonna make this rapid fire, so I'm not even gonna harp on this. But do you know how many celebrities are out there that have criminal pasts that uh, they uh, don't protest? Yeah, yeah. a lot. From sexual misconduct you wanna, to you want to run down some? Let's just talk about Marky Mark. Let's just yeah. Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marky Mark. What, uh, yeah. Attempted murder. Oh yeah, he yeah. ate black people. What? Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> he ate. He hates. Uh, oh, he said ate. I mean, he might this shit. Yeah, attempted murder. Like, come on, yo. Yeah. As a as a kid, right? Was it a sixteen year old? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Mike Vick was essentially a quote unquote kid at that point too, like yeah. you know, 22, I mean, 23, But you know, I, honestly, yo, really. my whole issue with this, yo, and and this is gonna be bad, but I don't give a fuck. It was, it's dogs, yo. He didn't kill nobody. <laughs> like he didn't he didn't kill a person. Like he he did his time. Right, we're not going to say it's, it's dogs. But he like, just didn't, he didn't kill a human. He being. didn't kill a human being. Like right, right. he, you know what I mean? As in, he killed dogs. He served his time. It's not like he murdered a whole bunch of people. And now the NFL are using him. As a representation of someone who murdered a whole bunch of people, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, he most definitely did his time, which you know. Yeah. And we can go down a rabbit hole about how you know him being black has a lot to do with that, probably as well. <clears throat> um, next, Oprah is set to produce a documentary fe- featuring uh, Russell Simmons' uh, accusers. Um, for those who may not know, Russell Simmons has been quiet 
for the uh, past few years because of the fact that there's been some sexual uh, allegations towards him. Sexual uh, misconduct. Uh, misconduct. So I guess for Russell, you know, he was surprised because he thought him and, and, and Oprah were friends. Well, Oprah don't like black people. And <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree with you. We, we've we've said that on this show plenty of times. Uh, you know, Oprah seems to be a. Um, I think she feels she's just in a different. She's trying class. to know. She's, she's trying to, to you know be opportunistic. What's the word? Opportunistic. opportunistic. God damn, I couldn't get it out. Thank you. You know, I think that's what this is here. I think that's what she's trying to do, and that's what she's always done. I mean, with the whole Michael Jackson thing, you know, she interviewed those quote-unquote victims who happened not to be victims, and no one talks about how she did that. Can I ask a question? And she never apologized for it either. But can I ask a question? Why is it an issue if she's giving, like, victims or quote-unquote victims a platform to speak their piece? Because they're quote-unquote victims. Yeah, so I don't. Because there's a quote unquote there. Oh, because yeah. it's, yeah. it hasn't I, been. I it's Russell, Russell uh, Simmons hasn't been convicted of, of anything. anything. He's he's denied he's denied these things. Now, what he said was that he was a, he was a sleazeball, like he like, was yeah. having yeah. sex with a bunch of different women. Yeah. But he said he never harmed or abused any of these women. Oh, and this, not, these not documentaries only that, make it look like it, it seems, he's guilty. It seems like Oprah is targeting only black men. Yeah, that was one of the things that uh, actually Fifty Cent even yeah, because she even spoke on. She right? supposed to be buddies with uh, Weinstein, right? She ain't she, she, is, ain't, she yeah. ain't done nothing about that. Hell no. Mm. And I don't know if you just know, he just paid twenty five million to his to, um, to his victims. Jesus, yeah. um, mm. You know what I mean? And he had a good lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But I mean, I you know what I, I mean, uh, A Mike brings it up the all the time with um. With uh, I can't Bill, up, so. Bill, okay, and, thank you. you know, thank you. Now I can talk and, about it now that you brought it up. No, but all I want to say is, you know, at the end of the day, in this case, he hasn't been convicted of anything. We can't really say that he's committed a crime because, in the court of the law, he hasn't been convicted. Um, but it is, it is an issue for me when, um, you know, with the surviving R. Kelly, with you know this Michael Jackson, with this potential Russell Simmons, that we are only doing it. Um, to ourselves, yeah, and We're being targeted and, by and, our own people. And, and the thing about it is, it only really affects our community. For I mean, the only people that saw surviving R. Kelly were black people, right? For sure. Um, you know what I mean? The only people that are really hurt by this whole Michael Jackson thing are black people. You know, so we are in. Mm. I, I well, emotionally hurt, maybe not, but like financially, physically. Oh, okay. Um, got you it. know what I mean. Got it. Got it. Got it. And <clears throat> and we are we are there's an infighting that we're doing outward, and I think that if Oprah does have an issue with this, and it seems that she does, I think that we need to find a better way to handle it than to put out these documentaries for the world to see to publicly cast somebody aside, especially when there hasn't really um, been a trial or been any proof. And I think that. We should put you should put that money towards convicting someone than shedding light on things that have not been proven in the court of law. No, she, she's not interested in that. She just wants to do whatever's going to make money, and and this is what she's doing. And like we've always said, she doesn't care about black people. Uh, finally, Tory Lanez explains um, in comments: women women shouldn't ask for gifts they can't afford. I agree. You agree, Obi Wan? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, absolutely. Young buck, uh, I don't really care because it's either I'm gonna get the gift or I won't. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm generally not gonna care if she can afford it or not. Yeah, if, I mean, if, if I'm cool with you or if I if I fuck with you. Oh, now you want to be fucking mature? What? Now you want to be mature? 
You, I mean, you, I you, guess. Can, you can arrange jokes now you want to be mature. I'm multifaceted, bitch. <laughs> I do it all. So, I mean, I think we do need to dive a little bit Yeah, there was, there was context. Right. So, it wasn't it wasn't like my wife. She wants a gift, but she can't afford it. Right, no, right. you can't afford this. I ain't getting it for you. But it's he was basically speaking from the perspective of being someone who was of worth, like a star, like a celebrity, Correct. meeting these meeting these chicks. Uh-huh. And it's just like a one-night stand. Right. And now they're asking they you to, making demands. you know, buy them, fly them somewhere, buy them a car, you when know, pay for their baby daycare, whatever it might be. And furthermore, <laughs> furthermore, if he doesn't do it, they begin to shit on him. Just shit on him, right. Toxicity, right? We'll talk about uh, that next you know, year. Yeah, we're going to do that next show. <laughs> you, know, you know, top of the new year. <laughs> That's coming in. That, that, what a way to start the new year. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I agree. Uh, I just feel like it's, it's a good way to weed out you know, women who are trying to use you for your money, in a sense, right? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, so I, I definitely agree with that. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's it for Rapid Fires. I definitely like that. We're going to keep that in there for, um, for the future. So more of that to come. Top of the new year. Uh, shoutouts. Um, I guess oh, I'll... before shoutouts. Oh, before shoutouts. Juice World. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Take it away, uh, Young Buck. Yep, yep, yep. Local artists, like now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so a young artist uh, by the name of Juice World. Um, I know I'm young, but I'm not really too familiar with his music. Um, the story was he was flying into was it Detroit? Uh, Chicago. 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 He was flying into Chicago on a private plane, and they had guns and drugs on the plane. Um, police got wind of it and pulled up to the airport to meet them as they landed. So Juice Juice World, I guess, in an attempt to hide the drugs, swallowed a whole bunch of pills. Unfortunately, because of that, he suffered a uh, massive seizure and later passed away and died. Yeah. Condolences to his family. <clears throat> you know, yeah, prayers out there. You never want to see, because I think he had just turned 21, right? Yeah, 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 like you a week know. before. Yeah, so I know that's, that's pretty tough for his family. So, you know, prayers go out to them. And um, I'm just going to say I can't wait to see this pill culture die. Yeah. It's taking a lot of lives. It's time that its life gets taken too. So I don't think it's gonna die. I mean, it's no different than people back in the sixties. I Heron can't wait to see it dying, die. Uh, Crack died. I just want to know. Though, Heron is, died. Is uh, and and this is gonna sound bad, but like, is his mentor? Are they are their mentors Rick James? Like, I don't. I don't. I want to know who's like taking these people, these young young artists, these young celebrities. And leading them by the ropes and trying to like guide them. Well, let's be clear. Oh, who's trying to guide them? Yeah, like who who are they looking up to? Like you know, somebody like there's a lot Future. of people that look up to Jay. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that look up to Jay Z, right? Jay Z got his mentors, but like who who are these young people looking up to? I t- setting an example for them. So I I tell you exactly what it is, and it, it actually speaks to um like the greatest point about the pill culture. So I'm not blaming like any generational thing or things like that. But in my opinion, the generation before us was a generation that rapped about selling, selling drugs. drugs yeah. And my generation is a generation that grew up using the drugs they were selling. And that this is this is literally a cause and effect type of thing of what it is. So you, you, like it, it's only getting worse, right? Because so I mean, Juice World is part of my generation. But if you look at it, the, the, these kids are younger. They're doing mm-hmm. more drugs. They're doing worse drugs. They're doing harder what, drugs. What did Mac Miller die of? What drug was it? Oh, Do we know? Uh, um, fentanyl. It was laced with fentanyl yeah. or some shit like that. See, that's different, right? So Jay didn't rap about the drugs that he's selling. I mean, to y'all, no, but you know what I mean. But it evolved to so it went from selling heroin to doing. But yeah. wait, uh, but, but, but my point is, yeah, 
<clears throat> my, my, my point is there are more non-black people dying of the type of drugs that we see these artists dying of Percocets, fentanyl, mm. I mean, oxycodones. These are, these are prescription drugs. Like these aren't, these aren't the drugs that they're selling in, in, in the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they probably are, they probably are now. Yeah, they're, they're selling those. You know, the they, prob- now. they probably sure. are now but because it like it's really before. getting a lot of mainstream with this whole um, opioid epidemic. Yeah. Though. But like, that that wasn't necessarily the case before. I mean, fucking Wayne's been on Scissor since eighty eight. Eighty eight again. He popularized it, so people started drinking lean. You and know people I mean? die off of lean all but, the time. But Wayne, Wayne ain't dead. You, you know how close he's been to Not yet, what? but we've lost a lot you know, of hip hop artists. You know how close Rick I mean, Ross been? Older hip hop artists let's, let's, to let's that. Let's be clear. It's a music thing. It's there. It's part of the music culture. Okay. And Absolutely. I don't think it's, it's, it has to do with someone rapping about selling drugs and then somebody else receiving that message and taking the drug. It's just part of the culture. We go back to the to the 70s when Jimi Hendrix died of an overdose. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing coke since they've been doing exactly. coke since so, they've been so doing coke. Frankie Lyman. Frankie Lyman, yeah. It's just part of the Fella culture. Fella Cootie. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't died of coke or huh? uh, overdose. Who didn't? Fella died I didn't say he did. I said they've been using drugs. Yeah, talk oh, about people that have been using yeah. drugs. So, so say, Damn. Bob Marley using to, drugs. To ask, answer Obi Wan's question. The, the issue is, these kids are young. They're not going to listen to no one with perspective, because they feel like they're invincible, and that's what the problem is. Young niggas so, the, so, so <laughs> exactly. Then the, I think the next conversation we need to have is, and people and artists have talked about this, is the industry. Because if you yeah. didn't do drugs before, why is it that the moment you get in, all of a sudden now you're doing drugs? You know why? That don't make sense. Some bad shorty told you to do it. Or they got to you know, work late nights. Uh, or it's because, like Summer Walker, they are uh, introverts, and now they have to go out and perform in front of, front of a whole bunch of people, and they are not liable or capable of doing it without a little bit of help. Yeah. Or yeah, it's, it's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. or their first hit one. came off of the fact that they yeah. was high. Y'all, have, y'all ever been high off a of Percocet before? I've never no. been high. Period. <laughs> I have. So, I, I mean, um, uh, Meek Mill just kind of talked about it. What did he say when he was taking I, his ten Percocets? I don't, Percocet I don't listen to Meek Mill. He said he pretty talks. much didn't remember anything. He He's said a zombie. He couldn't. He couldn't remember why he even beefed with. Uh, Drake. Yes, motherfuckers who get high off of Percocets aren't doing shit. Oh. <laughs> like, it's not like weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like even ecstasy. You know what I mean? Like, that shit, you're, you're fucking dead. You're not doing and, anything. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're running away <laughs> yeah, from reality. They want to be numb. It is, they right. want to be numb. So, is, 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 the mental, is the mental health issue oh, as well that's playing into that? Yeah, I, um, people think that they need these, these drugs. <laughs> Is it Franklin or something? Uh, Novocaine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my shit. I, I will say this just to end it off. Um, I, I did hear another podcast mention that maybe, you know, these record labels should start introducing um, therapists to go along with their artists because you're right. There's a lot of pressure that could lead to you taking drugs. And not only that, you know, the people that you surround yourself with, sometimes they need to talk to somebody to help them process whatever is going on. And so, you know, hopefully, you know, these record labels invest, do more to invest in the artists outside of just sucking them dry for the money they can make them. You know they're not going to. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can only, we can only hope. But, you know, condolences go out to, to Juice Absolutely. and his family. Yeah. Okay. Stop doing drugs. Stop doing drugs, man. <laughs> yeah. Make stop, drugs. Stop Become a pharmacist. Drugs, Word. Become a pharmacist. Legally. Or illegally to help people in, in need. Whatever. Um, okay, let's do some shout outs. Shout outs. So, um, I'm just going to shout out 
black women in general. <laughs> I think it's it's a beautiful thing just to see, you know, how 2019 for me was the year of, of black women. A lot of things were accomplished. And um, just recently, there was a black woman, I, guess, I think for the first time, crowned Miss Universe, and that was a woman from South Africa named, somebody won't help me out. Zozibini Tunsi. There you go. Um, apparently, I think all of them, I'm not familiar with the, that, that organization, but Miss Universe, Miss World. Miss America. All, all of them were Miss black. Miss Teen USA, and one more. So They're all was, black. Uh, Miss Universe, um, Miss, Miss America, America Miss, Miss Teen, Teen USA. USA. What's the last one? And then recently I just saw that Miss World. Okay. We're all black. I didn't even know that was a thing. I yeah, didn't know neither. either. We're all women of color. Yeah. Black women of color. Yeah, yeah, we're all black women. women. Of color. No, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Women of color. Yeah. And in addition to that, they were, um, even this uh, Miss Universe, I think, was down between like an Asian person and um, uh, and Zosie Bini Tunsi. Yeah. But it was, uh, they're all different shades as well. I right, noticed right. that was one thing that was highlighted. And, you know, shout outs, I promise you this is not a shit. It's going to sound like that initially, but it's not. In looking at this, I saw it on a lot of people's. Um, a lot of people's uh, stories. I just couldn't understand. Like, I didn't realize how important something like this is to black women. Like, when I saw it, I was like, yo, that's dope. Cool. Yeah. Boom. I went about my business. But to black women, like, this really means a lot. So, and, and you should read. Did you hear what her message was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I saw her message. I was going to say that was part of it. One, she's not the first. Um, she, there have been others before her. But her message oh, I was... Um, and I'm not going to read it word for word. If somebody wants to pull it up, they can read it word for word. It's really short. But ideally, her message was one of empowerment yep, for yep. black women, um, women of color, and basically saying that you know, we should have always been here. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's part of it. I don't, I don't think it's really just her winning because everybody knows black women are the best. Um, but I think it's just you know, really being able to, to stand on that stage, speak on that stage, speak to black women, speak for black women um, in the way that she did, that makes it even more powerful for black women. Yeah, and I think it's probably in addition to the fact that, you know, black women have been, you know, bad mouthed for years yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as the way they look and their beauty. Yeah. And, you know, it's finally being uh, appreciated and, accomp- uh, and uh, awarded. So definitely shouts. Yeah, so shout out, shout out to all black women. <coughs> Uh, the next one, Michael Jordan. Shout out to Michael Jordan. He, uh, Michael Jordan opened a health clinic in his adopted state of North Carolina for low-income families. It's uh, a lot of detail there. Don't really remember the detail right now, but shout out to Michael Jordan for that. It's about time that Michael Jordan did something. Wait, 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 wait. No, it is. This is the second thing that I think yeah, he's so done. About time. What was time. he's on a roll? I think this year. I can't remember what the first thing was because we did shout him out then. But he um, gave him, he, he uh, donated a million dollars to something. I yeah, can't remember oh, what it was. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's still about time. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, get, what, what? Michael Jordan's a billionaire. Well, that's that's a big shout. I, it's what's up? That's yeah. what's up. Keep it no, up, it is, Mike. It he he it played is, in yeah. Chicago. You Keep know, it up, Mike. Innocent, so Keep it up, yeah. Mike. Uh, next one, uh, Walter Payton, NFL. So yeah, I want to shout out. All the Walter Payton uh, nominees, and and for those that aren't familiar with the uh, Walter Payton Award, it's an award that NFL hands out, um, recognizes NFL players for their excellence um, on and off the field, and ideally to recognize those who are doing a positive impact in the community. Um, so every team nominates um, a player. A player. So for like for uh, for the Ravens, since I'm a Ravens fan, is going to be Brandon Carr. 
and um, basically just Eagles hide. Malcolm Jenkins. Eagles yeah. Malcolm Jenkins. So Falcons you know, Ricardo Allen. Falcons Ricardo Allen. So <laughs> shout out these. Shout out uh, the whole host of them. But um, like you know, there's a lot of negative things that we could say about the NFL, and there's a lot of bad things that we can say. Or a lot of things that we can say that they haven't supported. But um, this is something that doesn't get a lot of attention from outside of the, of the NFL, NFL about mm-hmm. what these players are doing in these communities. And a lot of times these commu- a lot of times, you know, where they play are in um some, you know, communities that could really use the help, use the assistance like Baltimore for one. Um so definitely shout out this man of the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year award. I, I think um, uh, Michael Malcolm Jenkins actually so. won the award. It's been reported already? I don't think I, it I has. Thought, I thought no. I saw something. Yeah, I don't sure? think it has been. No, it hasn't been. It usually happens like right around the same time they you know, talk about MVPs MVP? and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then um, the last one is going to be uh, shout out Khalil Mack, who happens to be another NFL player. Um, he gave everybody at his local um, Walmart uh, a treat and paid off their $80,000 layaway bill. Um so that's definitely a welcome Christmas gift for those who were trying to save up to – and Layway made a comeback, if y'all didn't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's those, what's up. That's <laughs> a beautiful thing right to, there, uh, man. Right. As, a, as a child who had shit on Layway before, um, I know. nah, that's, that's, that's ha- what's up. Haven't we all? Maybe except for Young Buck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but – like for the to do it and to do it during holidays, like who knows? I hope somebody has something up there for ten thousand. But uh <laughs> I also want to mention that this is the same Khalil Mack that people had a problem with in Chicago because he did not participate in trick or treating when people oh, came yeah. to his house to trick or treat. And this one guy had a video and said, "Oh, it's, it's fucking up the neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." But <laughs> hey, look at here, he's yeah. doing way better for the neighborhood than giving then, fucking candy that hurts kids. Fuck out of here! Shout out to Khalil Mack. Yes, uh, lastly, and I didn't add this on here. I want to give a shout out to Morgan State. Um, I didn't. We didn't talk about this last episode, but Morgan State band uh, was the oh, first yeah, black HBCU band to perform at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day yeah, Parade. So uh, I just want to give them a shout out for that. That was pretty dope. Um, and shout out to all our listeners who's been with us throughout the year of 2019. Uh, like we said in the beginning of the episode, this will be our last episode for the year. Um, we wish everybody happy holidays, safe holidays, um, and you know enjoyment and a happy new year. And I also want to shout out um, all the black movies, yo. If y'all haven't seen them, you yo, did that last yeah, episode. Yeah. I, I need, I need I'm, to, I'm teasing. I'm I know teasing. I need to do it again, yo. Let's like let's go see them and let's make it a platform that let's be sure to talk about it, man. Wherever yeah, we go, I think I might like, take my wife these, on a these movie and dinner date they're, tonight. They're awesome movies. They're talking about what's happening in the world <clears> in the black communities, and I think they're good. So yeah, yeah. Shout out, yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys once again. Um, and we will see you guys in the new year. Yikity. We out. Yes. Yeah.